Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your tour guide, Scott Pagliaccio, where the door to greater or higher self-awareness opens inward. And in my experience of life up until very recently, I was facing in the wrong direction. So this podcast is designed to have you look in a different direction, to look inward, to take a journey into the very depths of your soul. I feel like no one really has ever taught us that. We're always looking outside of ourselves for happiness, for fulfillment, for success, for whatever it is, gratitude. And in my experience, all those things are cultivated from within. And uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about listening. But first, if you're new, welcome to the podcast. If you're returning, thank you. Thanks for taking the time out of your day, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is for you to, uh, to join me here. Because if it wasn't for you, uh, I think I'd probably still be doing this, honestly, because it's like therapy for me. But it's nice to know that you guys are there and are a part of this. And your feedback is really, really welcomed and appreciated. Uh, so thank you again. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about listening again. Um, I've been having these experiences with other people, conversations, and... I'm just noticing that it's it's not something we were taught. We really don't know how to do it. I certainly didn't, but I got some skill around doing it because I saw how valuable it was as a skill to listen to other people as far as creating less suffering in the world, creating less conflict, feeling more connected. Uh, to myself and to others. And I'll give you an example. Uh, I started a new job and I was training with this guy. And the whole entire time, not only did he only talk about himself, which was cool because I wanted to get to know him and I would just ask him questions. But then he would ask me something about myself. And the second or two after he asked me, he he would go back into himself, never listening to anything that I had to say. He would go back into his story. And so I I became really present and really still. And I started to become really aware of how often this was happening. So I wasn't getting super upset. A couple of times I got mad. I'm like, man, this dude keeps asking me questions. And then as soon as I start to answer, he starts telling me about himself again. And it just made me think. And I started to notice even more throughout the day in other conversations I was having with other people that they were doing the same. So the skill set of listening is not something I feel that has been taught to us, and it's a commodity. It's like gold as far as interpersonal relationships go. If you want a better relationship with your girlfriend, wife, children, 
boss, coworkers, just human beings in general, learning how to listen is the tool. So I think I've talked about active and reflective listening. So active listening, I'll give you an example, is when you ask somebody a question about themselves and you just sit there and let them respond until they're finished or sometimes not until they're finished. That There's another tool in there called you know, taking a time out or calling a time out when somebody's holding you captive audience and that's when the other person just goes on and on and on and on and you just sit there nodding your head not listening and you're checking out thinking about what you have to do the rest of the day and paying your bills and whatever and you're not paying attention to them and you're just lost over there on your side so calling a timeout and interrupting someone is a tool And it's a valuable tool and it's not rude. It's actually the opposite of that in my experience because when you interrupt somebody, when they're just going on and on and on, because you can't retain all of the information. If they're going on for minutes, you couldn't possibly remember everything that that person had to say. So if they're going on and on and you just say, hey, hold on, Bob, time out. I I, want to make sure I'm getting you here. So you, what, what I think I hear you saying is, you know, whatever it is you think you hear them saying. And again, this is what you think you heard them say. And then you reflect it back to them. And then you say back to them. And at first, I would start with saying back to them exactly what they said. Parroting, parroting it back to them. So you call a timeout. You're listening actively. You're very present you are going to reflect back to them what you think you heard them say. And then when they say, oh, yeah, that's, that's what I said. You're like, okay, cool. I just want to make sure that I'm tracking you, that I'm following you, that I'm understanding you. And I'm getting your world. That's another tool. Getting some, you know, you're listening to somebody until you get their world, until you fully understand exactly what they're saying. Because most of the time, in my experience, I realized I was hearing what I thought I was hearing and not what they were actually saying. And there's a difference there. I've heard this your wife isn't your wife, your wife is who you think she is, right? Everyone is who we think they are and not who they actually are. So when you start to listen and get present with someone, you start to understand what they care about, who they are, why they are the way they are. You have a deeper understanding because you can't fully know what it's like to be another person. You never lived behind their eyes. And a lot of the times we don't even care, like that guy at work. You know, He's just like, ask me a question, then he doesn't give a fuck. He's just talking about himself again. And that was a little bit triggering for me. But I was aware that that was the case, so I just held the space and listened to him. I didn't say anything uh, because I wasn't going to spend that much time with him. It wasn't that important to me. He, he, Our relationship wasn't that important, so I didn't have to you know, 
uh, share impact with him, which is another tool. And all of these tools, calling a timeout, sharing impact, active and reflective listening, are all tools I've learned through the relationship school, and they all touch the corners of each other. Sharing impact would be me letting him know how I felt about him asking me a question and then him not listening. So I'm letting him know how he's showing up for me in our relationship. But, you know, we're not going to have that deep of a relationship. So it wasn't that important to me. So I didn't share impact with him. And I just wanted to kind of see how far this went and how little he listened or cared to listen. And I found out that it was almost 100% of the time. I don't remember him ever listening to me. And I didn't, I wasn't angry because he didn't get this tool. He didn't learn how to listen. And what I noticed in most people is the same thing. Listening is a skill set. And unless you were really taught it and how to do it, then how would you know? So our information that we got downloaded from our parents was not bad or wrong. It's just limited. And listening actively and then reflecting back to someone is a skill set. Try that on. And if you want to practice it with someone, if you want to have a deeper connection with your partner or other human beings, which is probably the most fulfilling experience that I have ever come across is just to really listen to somebody and have them feel seen and heard and in a way that Perhaps they've never even experienced in their life, especially from their parents or from coworkers, from friends, from family members, whatever it is. Uh, it, it really is a very nourishing experience when you learn to cultivate this skill set. And I know I talked about it not too many podcasts ago, but I think it's really important for us, especially to create less suffering in the world. Like I said, I, I've, I've been divorced twice. My first marriage ended, and I'm sure it had something to do with not understanding and being able to listen and without, um, without projecting you know my shit. If I, were, if I was truly interested in understanding someone, it's hard to argue because you cultivate this other tool, another great tool, curiosity, where you're activated in your nervous system because you're upset because the other person is coming at you with some shit, but you're able to hold the space and realize that it's not personal. This is their historic past coming up, their shit, and they're just getting it out. So you are a safe place. You hold the space. You listen as best you can. You don't have to stay in that fire if you can't. You know, taking a time out and getting space away. I'm not saying stay in a violent situation or something that's going to be harmful to your well-being. But when you're with somebody, cultivating these tools is going to help you have a deeper connection and you're going to know your bandwidth. And the longer you can stay in the fire and hold the space and be with your activation while the other person is projecting you know, the the better you're going to get at it. The more the more space is going to be created within you, and the better you're able to listen to the other person and hear them, rather than being activated and then you're just 
you know, doing your pattern back to them, which is reactivity, right? When somebody's yelling at you or when somebody's yelling at me, my default response is to be reactive. And my default is the download I got growing up as a kid because I didn't get active and reflective listening downloaded from my parents. It wasn't until in my, well, late 40s did I start to understand what listening really meant. So all of this being said, I know there's a lot in there. There's a lot of tools that you can mine active and reflective listening. Timeouts. Uh, sharing impact where you let somebody know how they're showing up for you. Hey man, hey, hey Joe, this is, or hey Linda, this is really hard for me. And I just want to let you know that when you yell at me, I want to seek safety away from you. So sharing impact is also being vulnerable. So there's another superpower, great tool, leading with vulnerability rather than you know, you're a fucking bitch and I can't stand you, which, what do you think that's going to create? Versus, hey, Linda, I feel really scared right now and I don't want to be around you when you when you yell and raise your voice at me. It makes me really scared. And it reminds me of when I was a little boy and my father used to raise his voice or whatever the case may be for, for you. I'm making up this scenario. Uh, so vulnerability, great tool. Sharing impact, great tool. And, you know, what do we normally do? You know, react and yell and do our pattern. Um, and then a timeout, another great tool where you take space away from the person. You throw a tee up, just like you're in a football game, like the ref. Timeout, timeout. I can't do this anymore. I need, I need to... Uh, I need to go meditate and see what's going on, why I'm being activated. Because blame we don't blame either. Blaming isn't going to get anything done. You know, finding out what's going on for you is the important thing and not blaming because that doesn't get anything resolved. What does get re- what will get resolved is you understanding why your partner, that person, your kids activate you the way they do in those scenarios so you can be better equipped the next time it occurs and you're better able to hold the space and be less reactive and be more loving and compassionate and empathetic towards the other person, right? Because try it on that we're all suffering in some way and when somebody's reacting like that to you or towards you, it's because they're suffering. And if you know that and you can hold the space, be curious, listen, not react, you're going to create less suffering in the world. I know there's a lot in here, and it all has to do with listening, I feel like, and what a great tool it is. And I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for how to do that, how to listen to your partner, uh, you know, which has been really helpful for me. Creating connection, creating less suffering, being more empathetic, understanding what your role is. Because in all relationships, it's not 60-40, 50-50, 30-70. It's 100 and 100. Try that on. You have 100% responsibility on your side and so does your partner. 
and you can't fix anything over there, all you can do is look at your side of things. What is the role that you played in things being the way that they are? Not blame, personal responsibility. It's the groaned, it's the groaned up thing to do. So if I was to give you a practical tool like active and reflective listening and an action step, it would be this. The next time you're with your partner or kids or whatever, you know, say, hey, listen, would you be down to uh, try a new tool that will help us in our relationship? And... You can even do this with your coworkers. You can do it with anybody, but creating community that you can practice this stuff with is 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 key. You know? And then if your partner isn't into growth and development, then what are you gonna do? Are you gonna stay in a relationship that's gonna just continue to go on and on and on in these looping fights? Or are you gonna you know, are you gonna do what you can do on your side? You know, and sometimes that means leaving a relationship because you're growing and the other person is not. And if they're not willing, if this is something that's important to you and you find value in it, in your partner or whatever, you can't leave your kids, um, but you model it so they see you doing it. You don't have to teach them like in a classroom setting, but you model it and then they start to pick it up. That's what I've noticed for me. You know, I don't have to tell my kids. I model it. I behave that way. And then they see it and then they start to model it. So, you know, actively listen means you sit there and you listen and listen until you think you've gotten to a point where you can't retain all the information. And then you say, hold on, Bob. Hold on, Linda. Hold on, Tommy. Let me see if I'm understanding you and reflect back to them, parrot back to them what you think you heard them say and ask them then, am I getting your, am I, am I understanding you? And they're going to say yes or no. And if they say no, then, you know, ask them where, you know, what, what, what is it about what you said that I, or what I said that I didn't understand? And then they'll tell you. And then you, you know, take it in again, absorb it, let it marinate, then ask, reflect it back to them. And if, it, if they're, you're starting to check out, which means you're not in the conversation, you're somewhere else lost in thought. Then you want to call a timeout when you come back. Say, hey, man, listen, I, I checked out there for a minute. And I just want to own that. And could you repeat that for me? So you're modeling being vulnerable, letting them know, hey, I wasn't really listening, which can be scary, you know. But it also shows them that you care. You know, I, I'll tell you what, when I do that with my kids, especially with my son, it makes him feel like he's valued, like I value him. And with my daughters, they feel valued, they feel appreciated that I care enough to interrupt them to really try to understand them. And they feel seen. And I can, it's a felt sense. Like I can feel it in my body, the connection between the two of us. We are there, locked in, eye contact, just this energy. So I can only speak to my experience about how I feel in using these tools. You know, I can't say this is what's going to occur for you. But over time, getting some traction around practicing behaving this way, 
in relating this way, you too may have the same experience. And if you're like me, you want a deep connection. You want you want to feel like nurtured in your relationships. I'm not really into super uh, superficial bullshit. You know, how's the weather stuff? There's a, a, a there's a need for that and a time and a place. But with the people that are closest to me, I want I want more. So I use these tools. So hopefully these tips and tools help you. And if you need more, feel free to email me at scott at theconsciousman.net. I'd be more than happy. Uh, some of you have, and I've shared my experience with you, and I hope it's helpful. I really do. Um, I've just noticed that these relationship tools have changed the game for me, and I want to share them with you because uh, I feel like one of the reasons that we're all here is to elevate one another, right? To create less suffering in the world. Um, and I've heard bullshit about, you know, you got, you got to be rich to help other people. You got to have money. You got to have this. You know what? You don't got to have shit. You got to have the balls to move into bold action and take a step. And these words might go into someone's ear and it might make a difference in their lives. And guess how much it cost me? Nothing. This platform is free. It doesn't cost me anything to speak these words here. So I'm dispelling myths, sharing tools, and hopefully inspiring you to move into action around elevating the collective consciousness of the entire universe with me. Because we need more love, more connectedness. I need, I need, I need. I can't speak to your experience, right? I, this has been beneficial for me in my experience. I'm sharing it with you. You, may sh- you have to practice it, practically apply this into your life. And if something, a shift occurs for you, then you continue to practice it. And it's the butterfly f- effect. And it goes out into the universe and love, more love is created, more connectedness, more consciousness is elevated and it didn't cost a dime. And, every, it, and fuck it. It's a more harmonious place to live. There's more love being cultivated, you know. It's a beautiful thing. So that's my two cents. That's my consciousness elevation tools and tips and tricks for today. I hope you enjoy this. If you get some benefit from this podcast, do us a favor. Go over to iTunes. Write us a review rate us, share it with a friend, coworker, even an enemy, right? It's easy to practice doing the, being this way with people that we love. Try this with someone that you have difficulty with. That's the true practice. Same with happiness. It's easy to be happy when things are going your way, but happiness is also available when things are fucking shitty. Try that on. So share this with whoever you think might need to hear this and practice it. Practice it with the people you love. Practice it with the people you have difficulty with. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day and have a beautiful weekend. And thank you so much for joining me. I love you all. All right. Peace.